It's six o'clock. It's time for the joke workshop here on MutinyRadio.fm and .sf. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. Yay! And we're all here. Yay! Uh, Dan Britton just asked me a question. He said, why did you get into comedy? And the answer to that is I was a frustrated poet in San Francisco and there wasn't enough stage time. And I had a bunch of poems that were funny and I met a bunch of comedians at open mics and and they said, why don't you try it? And I realized like, oh yeah, poetry and comedy are the same thing. It's just, um, you know, crafting language to an elicit an emotional response. And in the case of comedy, it's laughter or acknowledgement. And in the case of poetry, it's like sadness and depression and loneliness. And I think that, you know, people like to laugh more. So anyways, that was the reason why I got into comedy. Um, yay. And there was just so much more stage time. And no one wants to hear the poem about my third abortion. But the joke about my third abortion, hilarious. <laughs> Okay, uh, I'm not supposed to do abortion material this year. So, or this year, this month. Um, I want to do, there aren't a lot of people here. I, I, I kind of want to run around. I'll just do them from here. Here's my two new jokes. Um, okay, the, I'm, I, it's hard to date me because I'm kind of like water in a clogged sink. Uh, you can snake me or pump me or just be patient and I'll eventually go down. Uh, yeah, uh, and uh, the other new thing. So this is exciting. Last night at OMG, these really cute firemen like came up and dealt with some issue, and I was like, wow. And there was a fireman, and he was super cute. And like I looked at him, and kind of like he like looked at me. And then he got back in his thing, and I, you know, kind of like ogled him or whatever. And he sort of leaned and looked, and he looked out the window, and I saw him, even though it was tinted. I saw him look at me again, and I was like, ah, I was dressed super cute yesterday. Anyways, I don't know. I can't do like a Craig's misconnection or whatever and I was too stupid to get the number of the of the fire truck so what I think I'm going to do next week is I'm going to pay a homeless person 20 bucks to start a trash fire and maybe he'll come back <laughs> right it's not stalking <laughs> I was there first and I didn't start the fire okay that's my new joke <laughs> um yay thank you all right uh, the way the joke workshop works comedians do four minutes at three minutes so hear a horn and then we give comments, except tonight, because we have so many on the list, we're only going to give comments to four comedians, and not your first one. And he's here, and I'm excited that he is. Clap your hands together, everybody, for John Gallagher. Yay! Thank you. Oh, man. That's exciting. Fireman, cool. Um, I, was at a, I was at a punk rock show the other day, and it was like, it was badass. If you ever guys have ever heard of a band called Gulch, they rule. They're great. Uh, it was, the funniest thing about the band, though, right, is it was like these super tough, anti-authority kind of guys, like like 80s hardcore status, like these buffed, like buff fucking like shirtless guys. And every member of the band was like shirtless and ripped, except for the bassist, which is just funny to see like a band be self-conscious, you know? <laughs> like, like in, every member of the band's like, you know, we don't give a fuck, fucking love yourself, fuck authority. But this guy's like, but don't, Judge my titties. Like, this is just a fat bass. It's like, not, listen, no judgments, but I'm self conscious about my body. I fucking love that. They rock, though. So, Joe, check them out. They were awesome. Uh, I'm also really excited about the new Batman movie, and I don't know if you guys are too. It's like, yeah, oh, clapping. Ah, everybody loves Batman. And they, I like how they have to keep, like, upping the gritty factor. You know, it's like, this time it's, it was gritty before, but now it's all oh, extra, extra grit and dirt. Like Batman's parents are dead, but he's also molested this time. Or like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know what else they can do. I don't know how they can make it any grittier at all. But like, the funny thing now is that like the Riddler is like the new villain. Like the you know the Riddler, like the most annoying Batman villain, who's like his his villain power is the same as like a toddler. You know, just nonstop questions until you go shut up, go away, fuck off. 
like he's never been scary, but they made him like the Zodiac killer this time. So he's like, you're like, ooh, creepy Zodiac Riddler who's like evil. But I was watching the trailer and it made me laugh because like there's the teaser is they they arrest the Riddler, the cops arrest him in like this diner and he's drinking a coffee. And then just so you know, like a little teaser, a little taste of what's happening for you in this next movie is the camera zooms in and holy shit, the Riddler drew a little question mark in his coffee. What a devious motherfucker, dude. Like you thought he was a genius before. This guy fucking learns foam art? Oh my god. Oh my God! Like what? This fucking Riddler's a barista. <laughs> like the billionaire versus the working class. Like what's his giant plan? Is to unionize Starbucks or something? It's like what's what's a billionaire's worst enemy? A union. Ooh, <laughs> nothing Bruce Wayne hates more than organized labor. He's like, oh, damn it, cutting into my war profits or whatever the fuck I do. Yeah, man. It's good. I uh, like I live with my girlfriend, and that's fun. I uh, used to, yeah, you fucking girlfriends, dude. Hell yeah, I love that. You, you're a nonstop ball of enthusiasm, dude. I fucking see you work. Love that shit. Because um, I used to live in a, a, an apartment, and it was me and two married couples in Oakland, and I cannot not recommend that enough. Oh, just avoid that as much as possible. Because when you live with two married couples as a single guy, and I was sandwiched between them, it's a lot like you signed up for a reality TV show called uh, Are You Interrupting Fucking or Fighting? Because that's all you... It's all you do 100% of the time. <laughs> Just a human cock block. Uh, there's only one rule to that game, which is like, stay out of the kitchen because there's knives there. And that's when you will, you will be murdered. It's scary. Um, fucking, yeah, man. I had a little... Doo -doo -doo, what else? I think that's pretty much it for me, guys. Yeah, thank you. John Gallagher, everyone. Yay. He just so everyone knows those um, little um, muffin thingies at the front um they have marijuana in them you're welcome to eat one just know that they have stuff in them so there you go um not peanuts just chocolate uh your next comedian we're going to be taking notes for your next comic put your hands together everybody for josh kotsky hello i have a friend who can't grow facial hair and he was like Josh, I I wish I had the ability to grow hair like you do. Like, saw the beard and everything. I'm like, you wish you had the facial hair, but with that comes, like, this shit. You don't want that. Nobody wants that. Um, I God, I, I hate my body. I know it's not a unique problem. I'm sure there's a lot of you guys who hate my body. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to lose weight, so I'm I want that like Spider-Man, you know, superhero wabs that they all get. So I'm doing the superhero workout. Uh, all you have to do is catch your favorite insect and take it with you to like three or four hundred X-rays. Uh, by the time you're done, you'll either have superpowers and abs or cancer, uh, which is a win-win because either way, you're gonna lose weight. <laughs> you'll probably get your own movie with it too. Uh, I, I've always been really into superheroes and everything. When I was little, I made my parents take me to every midnight premiere for every superhero movie. I, I, I dress up, I get like my cape and my, you know, my superhero booties. I get my mom to wear her nicest jewelry, her pearls and her best dress. And then in the middle, I'd tell them that to pee so we go out the back alley. Because I just really want to be Batman. What a fun idea for a children's book, Murdered Parents. And Batman doesn't even have like the most messed up story. Do any of you guys know Magneto's origin story? Do you, what is it? Yeah, Magneto is a Holocaust survivor. Fun, 
I remember when I saw Boy in the Striped Pajamas, I was like, this is good, but the striped pajamas are a little drab. What if you wore spandex? And you had like a fun little catchphrase. Uh, <laughs> oh, Magneto. Uh, oh, so he's a Holocaust survivor, and uh, guess what? They decided to make him the bad guy. Talk about victim blaming, am I right? If, if she didn't already have her own intellectual property, his super, uh, his sidekick probably would have been Anne Frank. There it is. <laughs> Got it at the end there. She's not very sneaky, it'd be rough. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it was probably an interesting day in the writer's room when they came up with Magneto. Some guy was like, all right, I have this great idea for a new superhero. So he was in a concentration camp, and some guy was like, so he's a villain, right? Why do you say he's a villain? I wasn't really thinking that. Oh, well, he says he was in the Holocaust, so he's a liar, because the Holocaust never happened. No, I was thinking he'd be like a superhero, like like a Jewish superhero. <laughs> That's ridiculous. A Jewish superhero? What's his power going to be? The ability to pick up loose change? It's actually not a bad idea. Let's go with it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how do you guys feel about nature? You pro-nature, against nature? Pro? Yeah, everyone's pro-nature until you get poison oak. I, I used to be so against them burning down the Amazon, and then I learned there was poison oak in there. I was like, you only burned down 50% of it, let's go. Gotta bump up the rate there. Um, you know what? Oh, last one, because Pam said she's done with abortion jokes. Uh, they have this thing for poison oak, like it's called Technu, so you can put you can put it on, it like removes the poison oak oils. But Technu is kind of like an abortion in Texas. Like once you know you need it, it's already too late. For any for any men who don't know what it's like being a woman in Texas, it's exactly like getting poison oak. Uh, I'm an ally, ladies. All right. Thanks for your time, everybody. Yay! Josh Kotsky! Comments, I am. What's up, man? How oh, you can doing? I can I give my comments first? Yes, yeah, sorry. Thanks, yeah. Um, okay, so at the beginning, you said this shit, and I feel like you can kind of choose any two specific words that'll be more like Chewbacca. I know Chewbacca's dumb or whatever, but Wolverine, like anything really specific. And then I felt like you look like Wolverine if he was a frat bro. Like, and then I, when you were talking, I kept thinking about like, what's your origin story? So I like the idea that you're talking about all these origin stories, but I think that there's a punchline in there where you're like, in my origin story, I'm a, I'm Wolverine as a My origin story is I came from, you know, something like very, you know, it's, right. It's like, it's your life. You know how it is. Um, <laughs> your, your origin story. I just thought that would be an extra like little writing fun thing for you and the Anne Frank thing I thought was really great and I don't know which way I like it better I don't know if I like it better as the act out with your thing or as the one-liner about the change you're trying to yeah I mean I liked it as an act out um too but I also like it as a one-liner so I keep playing with it I think the punchline is perfect and it, you know it worked out as a one-liner so it's interesting to see what you're doing with it okay cool uh, I personally really like the Bruce Wayne uh, parents died angle. That's a fucking funny angle. I think you should explore that route more. Like, oh, maybe if I kill my parents, I can become Batman too. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, no, no. It's, uh, that is a good idea you had there. I, you could, you could uh, kill your parents yourself and then try to frame who you want to be your villain. Yeah, like you, you just go ahead and kill them and you frame somebody else for it so they can be your villain. That's one idea. Uh, did you, Magneto's a bad guy? Is that what was said? All right, I don't know any. It's too, no, most people do. Yeah, I don't know I do. anything about that shit, so that's my problem. Uh, I think most people know that stuff. Uh, I, I think you're not that hairy. So, like, I think you would do better describing it and never showing it and let people imagine that you're far hairier than you are. Like, find a fun way to describe it or something, maybe. Yeah. Because yeah. otherwise it's going to be like, you know, eh, you know, he looks like a normal guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, good. That, that you do have to show. We're going to need to see that. All right, thanks. Hello. Um, Dan said that Jared had a good idea. I'm going to follow his tradition by saying, Dan, you had a good idea. Perhaps in the joke you could murder your parents and then frame somebody else, and then you can solve the murder, and then you can be the hero, and then basically you can go around town committing crimes knowing that you're the person who committed them and then solving them, developing a reputation publicly as a great crime fighter, but really, it's an inside job. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Uh, I, I kind of wanted you to go into this cancer superhero. I wanted you, I want, what's this guy's powers? What can he do? Put you in remission. Wait, is remission good? Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, something like that, I think, could be fun. Like just like a little tag. And then I like the boy in the striped pajamas part, but it'd be funny if you were like, I got an hour in his boy in the striped pajamas, and he did not bend any metal. I didn't like. I didn't know what movie I was. I was waiting for Magneto to show up. Instead, like this kid's just dying. Um, <laughs> and then yeah, like with Pam, because I seen you do the the loose chains joke. I mean, that's like. I don't know if you want to show your cards too early, but I would get to it quicker because it's kind of like you kind of have the bit and then you kind of end it with that part, which it is good. I think I did like it better as a one-liner because it is just like, I don't know, it's, so, it's just so perfect to be like the Jewish guy he pick up. So that's just my opinion. But uh, what, what, yeah, like Pam said, just play with it, see what works. Uh, no, I was just going to say, uh, I think the I think uh, you guys were calling out the plot for The Incredibles for the last one about stealing the thing, but I think that could also be a pretty funny tag if the joke's working. It's like, they steal this other thing. It's like, and yes, I know it's the plot from The Incredibles. And it's like, because I steal. That's what I do. And so I just... <laughs> <laughs> Clap your hands together, everybody, for Josh Kotsky. Yay! La, 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 la. All right, your next comedian. We uh, They're not getting comments. Just doing jokes for us. Put your hands together, everybody, for Dan Lewis. Yay! <laughs> Thanks, guys. You guys see earlier this week, the, um, the leader of the Islamic State, the leader of ISIS, was killed in a raid. Yeah, right on. That's, you know what? Sometimes people, I get cheers like from some people, but some people in San Francisco, you don't know. They're, they're like, you know, I might be, I don't know, am I for that? Am I against that? People don't know sometimes around here. It's funny. Uh, but yeah, it's good to, uh, it's good to see, uh, it's good for my Jewish friends. They're watching all their top, you know, top enemies get dealt with, you know? Like this week, it was uh, Islamic State leader Abu Ibrahim al-Hashimi al-Karashi. Last week, Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> so that's fun. Guys, I don't know how to spell diarrhea. I don't know about you guys. I have trouble. It's crazy. I need a computer to help me spell diarrhea, uh, which is hardly fitting. It's easy to do. It's tough to spell. 
Poop is easy to spell. That should be medium. I think constipation should be the hardest to spell. <laughs> and then poop and then diarrhea. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Who, who's the best basketball player right now? I don't know, is LeBron James still? Is it Steph Curry? Who it is? People around here have opinions about that kind of thing. You guys, no one seems to know who the uh, the best wheelchair basketball player is, right? Does anybody know? Anyway, I think it's LeBron James. I just don't think he'll ever have a chance. You know? Oh, it's terrible. He's been on the abled list his whole life. All right, forget it. Forget it. I'm sorry. That's not right. <laughs> Fucking dumb man. Some more dumb jokes for you. I, uh, I, I, sometimes on my job, I'm just like, man, why do they even hire me? I wouldn't hire me. You know, I, am, I don't belong here. And then my friend told me about imposter syndrome. Do you guys know what that is? You feel like you don't belong there? You're no good at your job? And I was like, maybe I have imposter syndrome. Maybe I'm good at my job. How do I know now? Then my boss took me in for a review and was like, Dan, you're, uh, I noticed that you're not actually doing anything. And I was like, or... With all due respect, you might have imposter syndrome. <laughs> That's where you don't think I'm any good at my job. <laughs> you think identity thieves ever get imposter syndrome? Just like, you know, sometimes I'm not cut out to be uh, Fred Johnson of no, Lincoln, Nebraska. Ugh. Speaking of scam artists, I almost got scammed the other day. This guy's like, give a person a fish, he eats for a day. But if you teach a person a fish... He eats for a lifetime. Sounds pretty good at first, but you see what he's doing there? He's not actually teaching you anything about fishing. He's just trying to get you to teach people to fish. And I recognize a pyramid scheme when I hear one, you guys. <laughs> Let me guess. I get 10 friends to be the people, to tell the people, to teach people to fish. And I'm a five-star platinum earner. I've heard this shit before. I'm my own fishmonger. Okay. I've been doing the dating apps. One thing I don't like on there is the uh, people are like, I'm a sapiosexual. Do you guys know what that is? Yeah, sapiosexual, in case you only got one over here. Sapiosexual people, they say, well, I'm attracted to intelligence, not looks, like the rest of you shallow pieces of shit. That's just a, I'm calling bullshit on sapiosexuals, okay? We all are attracted to intelligence, right? But it's a mix of things, right? Don't tell me after a bad date, sapiosexuals are going home, firing up YouTube, pumping off to old Stephen Hawking interviews online. <laughs> yeah, it's so smart. Give me a break. Um, that's, that's it. I, that's it. Thank you. Dan Lewis. Yay. New jokes. Yay. Uh, all right. Hey, your next comedian. Also, no comments. Just a set. Put your hands together for Ian Langlands. Yay. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Uh, John was talking about concerts. You guys happy concerts are back? You guys happy? Honestly, fuck concerts. I wish they died with the pandemic. I honestly do. Hot take, but I don't like them. I don't like them at all. Um, and it's not, you know, it's not the how loud it is. It's not the crowds. It's not how hot you get in there. I just hate getting given directions. I hate being told what to do, really what it is. And you guys know what I'm talking about. We all have been to a concert. What do they say? They go, put your hands in the air. I don't want to do that shit. <laughs> I don't want to do cardio at this goddamn thing I paid 70 bucks for, you know? And then they tell me, put your hands in the air and wave them like you just don't care. But I really do care. And now I'm a liar when I'm up there waving my hands like I don't care. I don't want to be, I, I don't want to be a fraud. I want to be honest with myself. 
But then I also don't want to be the one person that doesn't do it because that guy's also an asshole. You know what I'm saying? I went to a concert one time and they, the, the guy goes, everybody split open, mosh pit time. I was like, fucking hell, dude. I am not lasting one second in a mosh pit. I'm going to get snapped in half. I do not want mosh pits. Also, when did mosh pits become part of rap? I thought that was like a metal thing, but now it's like in rap. Like, I don't understand. I don't know. That's a side note. I was like, I don't want to. I, I don't know. I just, I, I'm, I'm there to watch the fucking show. I don't want to do anything. I just want to stand there and listen and fucking go home. One time I went to another show and this guy was like, I need everybody in the crowd to say, fuck police. He needs everybody to do that? What happens if we don't do it? You know, it's kind of like an ultimatum. And also, you know, I have a cousin in law enforcement, so I don't really feel comfortable saying. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, I'm, I, I'm a young man. I'm 22 years old, and I love I love being. Tw- <laughs> You're a woo machine, bro. You're not tired out from last night, bro. <laughs> Everything somebody said, Jared was in the back. Like, woo! It's okay. I love it. Uh, yeah, I'm 22. <laughs> and I, uh, it feels good. I like being young. Being young is great. Underrated. You should try it if you're old. Um, <laughs> you should try it. Uh, it's cool, but I can feel myself getting older in small ways. In ways I can feel myself on the verge of like 30. Like I do things that are like not really what people in my age group should be doing. You know, like I drink wine by choice. That's not cool. That's not cool at all. Wine is fucking good, which is, I wanted to say it was disgusting, but it's good. And that's the worst part. I don't want to do that. That's too much like being a 30-year-old. Next thing I know, I'm 50 and I'm really into like World War II documentaries. Does everybody else's dad do that? Does everybody else's dad turn, like when they turn 50 or like 60, they just become obsessed with World War II? Like I'll just be on the phone with my dad. He's like, do you know what kind of metal they used for the tanks in World War II? And I'm like, no, I don't, dad. And I honestly, I don't give a fuck. So I don't want to get to that point. But what I did last year, which I'm not, I'm ashamed of, what I did, I, I, I opened a Roth IRA. Isn't that... <laughs> Isn't that fucking awful? I opened a Roth IRA. That's not what I should be doing. I should not be saving for my future, right? I should be doing... You know what I did? I did opened it on 420. I opened a Roth IRA on 420. No 22-year-old should be doing that. We should be fucking blacking out and you know, smoking hash in the fucking park, and I'm opening a Fidelity Investments, okay? That shit's not cool, you know? Like three years ago, I was Calvin Kleining. That's how you live as a young man. You guys know what Calvin Kleining is? It's when you do coke and ketamine, okay? That's what you should be doing at 22 years old, not fucking Roth IRAs. Okay, that's been my time. Thank you, everybody. Ian Langlands. I learned something. That was lovely. All right, your next comedian we're taking notes for. Uh, They're new to the room. Put your hands together for Anthony Mitchell. Yay! Anthony Mitchell here. Anthony, Anthony. All right, uh, your next comedian. Then we're taking notes for this person too. Everybody, Jared Cena. All right, how's everybody doing tonight? Woo! All right, Pam. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Aquaman. Uh, Pam. Pam, these have weed in it, right? Didn't you already eat one? Yeah. Don't eat another. I don't, I don't want to be responsible. You're a young I'll man. Be fine. Okay, please don't eat any more, though. <laughs> I don't want to have to be responsible for you. All right. Anyways, well, I got to go finish this. 
All right, now back to jokes. All right, I just graduated from SF State, everybody. They... <coughs> oh, stuck on a fucking brownie. Anyways, but yeah, man. Um, and uh, oof, where was I going with this? Oh, I think the weed brownies are hitting me already. Um, all right, so I graduated from uh, SF State. And uh, honestly, uh, and uh, I just... Ugh, all right. <laughs> and uh, I'm a creative writing major. Woo! All right, I'm sure you guys can guess what I am. I'm a barista at a Pete's Coffee. But, uh, anyways, um, you know, now that I am like an adult now, like I'm actually really scared of like not being a student. Um, well, for one, I don't know how to date. Um, I can't really cook for myself. And three, my growth spurt hasn't come in yet. <laughs> like, all right, if you're like a normal height person, like, and you don't take me seriously, like, I get it. Like, this is not a man. This is half a man. All right. <laughs> Anyways, uh, but yeah, uh, um, oh my God, where am I going? Um, uh, yeah, but my, uh, my, uh, adult career is just getting off to a really rough start. Um, I just got fired from my internship, guys. Um, uh, <laughs> fuck you! <laughs> fuck you! <laughs> yeah, I got fired. Um, just like Ian, my boss is a fucking bitch. All right? Fuck her, all right? Fuck her, all right? Anyways, she fired me because I yelled at a 12-year-old. Uh, yeah, man, like she said I had anger management problems. You know what? Fuck you, all right? You know what? 12-year-olds, are most of them are like bigger than me anyways, so I'm going to end it there. Thank you, everybody. All right, it's time for comments. Uh, you, I, I, I mean, I have, I have a couple. Um, uh, I, I mean, you wasted forty-five seconds on eating. Um, that's all. There was a thing. Um, but just watch out for your use of the word "like" as filler. I mean, we all have our crutches. Um, some people is um, some people is like, some people is you know. And I'm only, I was just thinking about it last night because of the punchline. So that's just why I'm bringing it up right now as a filler word. Some people use fuck as a filler word. Have you heard that? I know, I don't want to call people out, but I know one comedian in particular that just throws fuck in wherever they want. Um, but so just watch out for your filler words. And when you listen back to things, feel what those feel like. Um, and um, you're, you come out and you're so positive at the beginning and it's, it gets a little scary when you do the whole like bitch thing when you get you can worry about being too negative because it can scare the audience and you want to stay likable and so if you're flip if you go real hard like that with the bitch you've got to somehow the other side of it has to be equally as strong but in the opposite way for that to work otherwise it's confusing for the audience because they're like they don't know how to react does that make sense um, but your energy, you have so much energy, it's just figuring out how to focus it. Yeah, sorry, you, you, you go ahead. Are you sure? Yeah, okay. 
Uh, no, I think uh, I like I said, yeah, like a lot of time wasn't wasted or was like wasted, but it's okay. I think like uh, is anyone else twenty two waiting for a growth spurt? I think that's like a like the bones of a pretty good opener. I think that's like a pretty solid opening joke, and I think that'll get the crowd on your side. And I think uh, we're like with uh, you arguing with the kids, you're trying to say like because you're the same size, you're on like the similar like wavelength, so you can like yell at them. So I think yeah, I think there's a good premise there. I think just keep working with it. And I think that's that's something promising. Yeah, I, I agree with Pam the, with the. Um you, you have to, like, retain your personality, but, like, tame it at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Because she's right, because it's, like, there are times where it's, like, whoa. You know, but I also don't want you to not be you. So it's, like, that's the thing. And then I, just a few tags I think you could use. Um, you were talking about, like, how you weren't, you're not a man. Is that what you said? You, you're not a man? You could be, like, I, this is something I just thought you were, like, I'm somewhere between a little boy and a giant teddy bear you went at a carnival. Something like that, just like a little tag like that. N not like, not that, but something in that vein where it's like, just make a, like a little bit about it. And then the whole premise of you getting mad, like having beef with a 12-year-old is funny. And I think you say that, well, you said that and then you just kind of stop. I think like if you just like zoomed in on that, on the like ridiculousness, of, and you said it, you were like, oh, it's funny because most 12-year-olds are bigger than me anyway. Just play with that whole idea so much because there's so much like there to be like, to, like have beef with the 12 year olds very funny. So thanks, Lankford. Okay. He cool. didn't pay, pay back the Pokemon cards. Yeah, something. something like that. You're just like, he, it's like, it's not my fault he'd been stealing my lunch money for the past week and I finally blew up at him or something like that. Hey. Um, hey. Yeah, just going off of that, I don't know. You could definitely do some sort of bit on like the, you know, like. Uh, it shouldn't be wrong to yell at people for being younger. It should be based on height, and then like this is why and all that. Also, I just I think you should start every set by eating two massive edibles. I think that's a good call, and I hope it works out for you. I'm feeling it right now. Uh, we can tell. <laughs> good job. Okay. Thank you, everybody. Clap hope everyone has a good together, night. Everyone for Jared Cena. All right, we're taking notes for your next comedian as well. Uh, they're new to the room. Clap your hands together for Pranav on Beal. Yay. Hey, guys. I'm new here, she said. Pretty excited. Anyway, just get into it. So uh, uh, what do you guys think of when you think about ancient Rome? You know, we think about gladiators, badass stuff, you know. They're a military powerhouse, Julius Caesar, you know. It becomes a lot less badass when you think about what ancient Rome really was. Just They're just Italians. You know, et tu brute sounds a lot less badass when it's et tu brute. Uh, all roads lead to Italy? What is that, a threat? Who would have known that ancient Roman de descendants would have ended up becoming two plumbers saving Mushroom Kingdom on a day-to-day -day basis? Italian numerals. I, I, I can stop there. Recontextualizing history does a lot to really make sense of what's going on. I'm from Florence, South Carolina, and I just found out you guys have been calling it the Civil War. Only a place like South Carolina can take pride in starting the Civil War and then calling it the War of Northern Aggression. Uh, yeah, so I just, I just moved here, and it's very different from San Francisco. Um, the tea you guys drink is hot. The traffic is bad. Uh, Y'all don't pronounce your words right. Uh, but the one thing I've noticed about this place is that you guys are much more blunt. 
You see, in South Carolina, when you have your white rich people talking about, you know, some risky racist stuff, they say, they, they're very, they, they stumble around it, you know, they, they're very vague. They say, you know, the people down in the other side of those tracks have been causing a ruckus in this town. Where you guys just say, the black people from Oakland broke into my Tesla. Now I have to hoverboard to work. Anyway, uh, I, I, I go to the dentist, uh, contrary to popular belief, but my dentist in South Carolina was, was very weird. I mean, this place was uh, very, very like conservative, very, very Christian, very conservative. You go in, they're not even blasting Christian rock. It's just, they took the rock out. It's just Christian music. And on the tables, it's just stacks and stacks of Bibles in the waiting room. And I ended up actually reading it. And did you guys hear about what the Italians did to Jesus Christ? Um, anyway, so he's, he's, the dentist is in my mouth, you know, doing the annoying thing, he's talking to me, and he, for some unprofessional reason, this is back in 2020, 2019, he starts asking me about the Democratic primaries. He asked me, like, who would you vote for in the Democratic primaries? And I was like, fuck, 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 this, he, he's baiting me, this is bait, this is bait. Say some shill like Bloomberg or Tulsi Gabbard, say Joe Biden. 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 Bernie Sanders. Fuck. He freezes. Hand still on my mouth goes, oh. And continues, doesn't talk, just freezes, very tense, and continues uh, the dental care. Uh, at the end of it, found out I had no cavities. And he handed me a little baggie of uh, toothbrushes, toothpaste, and, and, and uh, floss. And I'm excited. I take it. And he goes, yeah, I thought you like free handouts. Anyway, anyway guys, that's, that's all I got. Thank you very much. Pranav, on All right. Welcome to the room. That was really funny. Yay, welcome. Uh, go ahead, Josh. Oh, um, that was awesome. It's nice to meet you. Uh, thanks for coming in. Um, uh, for the Nor War of Northern Aggression thing, I thought you might have a chance. Like, if you just... I forget what you said before, but just maybe go into like a, you know, you guys call it civil war. We just call it the war on northern aggression and then go into it. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that might help it. Um, I really like the Italian thing. Uh, I mean, there's a bunch of places you go with that, like, you know, Caesar in a tank top and mm -hmm. a wife beater. You know, like that <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really like that bit. Um, and then also just like on the start, because um, like when you ask the question, like, what do you guys think of Italian? Like, you either need to make us answer it or don't ask the question because it can be mm -hmm. kind of weird where it's like you ask a question and then don't let people answer it and then yeah. but like where are the other but that was that was really fun thanks <laughs> awesome thank you hello hello i very much like a lot of your jokes a lot of your material i like your personality on stage i just wanted a couple of quick suggestions um first of all uh, and, and again these may be shit ideas but uh the first thing is maybe you could make a reference of like how ancient Romans dressed versus how Italians now dress. Mm, yeah. And maybe they go to a club. Maybe they wear too much cologne even <laughs> back then. You know what I mean? They're stinky people. Um, <laughs> there are a lot other funny things you can call the American Civil War. You could call them things like they released my property. Now my property walks around me all the time. <laughs> war, or something like that. Um, 
And then maybe the Christian dentist, uh, maybe you went to one before the one that you found and he didn't do anything other than pray for your teeth or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Anyway, these are my ideas and they're my intellectual property. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. Thank you very much. Um, so I liked the, your ancient Rome and they're just Italians bit. I thought that um, one, I would get to it faster, but then also I would use that as, I think it's a better punch than the etu brute. I would start with etu brute, etu brute, and then be like, Romans were just Italian. I think that that's the better punch. I would give the accents first, mm -hmm. and then ancient Rome, they're just Italian second. Mm -hmm. um, but all of those punches, and they were very funny, and I just thought that they could be reordered maybe a little. And I loved that Tesla thing. I thought that was really funny. And... Um, the, it was a great callback with the Jesus stuff in the with the stuff in the, the, Italians? With the yeah that was a great callback with the Italians and the Romans in the in the dentist office so like good writing and stuff um, other comments I also wanted to give you props for the uh, Shakespeare reference I got it and I appreciate it awesome thank you so much all right yay uh, clap your hands together everybody for Praneev and Beal yay into the room yay 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 yay, yay. All right, uh, moving right along. Uh, this is our last comedian that's going to be having comments, and then we're just going to be doing four minutes apiece right now. Keep taking notes, being awesome for, for each other, and clap your hands together for Anthony Mitchell. How's it going, guys? Nice to meet you. My name's Anthony. Uh, as many of you might have already seen, my left arm is a bit smaller than my right. Uh, some may call it a baby arm. I refer to it as too much pity sex. Uh, it's gone to a point, and I mean just like way too much. It's just gone to a point where I have to say, hey, get off me, Grandma. I got to get to work. Uh, I had a stroke, which is why I look like this, but it's okay. You're allowed to laugh at my pain tonight. I actually encourage everyone to make fun of those with disabilities. <laughs> they're, they're a tough crowd. Don't worry. They can take it. Besides, it's not like they have anything else to live for. Uh, it's okay. I'm a representative. I can say this. I suffer from a rare neurological disease, which causes me to have seizures at night. So basically what happens is the lights go down and I like to get down. <laughs> What's interesting about having a uh, more visible disability is that other people with disabilities always want to be my friends. It's like those as those uh, those in wheelchairs, those who wear their mask when they're alone in their cars, the full spectrum. They are, they're just very, very friendly to me. And I wanna give back, I wanna like give back to my community, I wanna create some sort of group where we can all get together, you know, talk uh, amongst each other, just be friends with each other. Um, I'm trying to come up with the name. Uh, the name Crips was already culturally appropriated from us, so. Can't go with that. I've had to thought of this new name. The new name for my uh, gang of disabled people. I've decided. <laughs> I've decided we're gonna call them Veggie Tales. Um, what else? One thing that's interesting about my life is that I do have a slight disability, but not everyone is. You know, people are confused when I tell them what actually caused it. 
And I think the reason for that is because I am a tall, straight-presenting white male. Uh, I mean, I was just this close. Oh, sorry. No one wants to see that. I was this close to being perfect until God realized, ah, we need more privileged kids in the Make-A-Wish Foundation. <laughs> Speaking of those who have just very terrible disadvantages at life, I couldn't imagine what it's like to be a woman. Even worse than that, I couldn't imagine what it's like to be a woman and having me just walk behind you at night. Just walking, how I walk like the hunchback of Notre Dame. It's a scary sight. I wouldn't want to be there. But what's even more terrifying... <laughs> oh, but I think what's laughable is that when I'm walking behind a woman, they're constantly looking behind their shoulder, just looking, oh my god, is he going to attack me? And I find it laughable that they think I'm going to attack them at night because during the day, I'm afraid of getting raped. I mean, just last week, I was walking in San Francisco, broad daylight, and I noticed this guy walking behind me. I think nothing of it until a few minutes go by, and I realize, oh my god, this guy, he's really following me. So I start to speed up, then he starts to speed up until... Finally, he grabs a hold of my arm, pulls me in, and says, I have been following you for the last 10 blocks, and I just needed to tell you that you have the most amazing ass. <laughs> I'm just wondering, like, you want to hang out later, or like, can I get your number? I don't know, whatever works for you. Oh my god, you guys. This whole time I thought I was going to get mugged, turns out he just wanted to fuck me. I've never been more relieved in my life. I do feel bad because I completely stereotyped this dude, but uh, to apologize, I sucked him off. <laughs> but he was very scary, so I did not swallow. Okay, I'm like, I swallowed. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> Yay! Anthony Mitchell, everyone! Yay! Uh, comments. I mean, I have a couple. You're super likable. Like it's great. Um, and you're and you're you're a great storyteller. And um, and I'm I, I, I um there and there's some really funny punchlines in there. The Crips thing was really great. I I don't I don't understand the reference to Veggie Tales though, because I thought that was like a Christian cartoon thing. And it, well, it's like when you become like people that are hospitalized that can't move. They're called vegetables. Oh, vegetables. So people that are just say a whole group of them. I was sure. thinking either. VeggieTales or like the produce department, something like that. Sure. So if you do use VeggieTales, because it's a weird Christian cartoon, you would have to add something about Jesus in there somewhere, I would think. Because otherwise I was like, my brain just didn't, it didn't tag it in. Okay. But the Crips part was fucking great. And um, yeah, other, other comments? Keep doing it. Comments. I would just say, I didn't, I didn't even notice like one of your arms was shorter than the other. Uh -huh. I just thought it was, it was kind of weird, but I was, I wasn't like, uh, yeah, I would, you can, you should, you should just say that you should be like, you know, one of your arms is like a little flaccid or uh, yeah, maybe like one arm is like a iPhone six. And then the other one is like a iPhone to well, whichever one is bigger. Well, yeah. extra, extra small, small, or like in one's infant size, yeah. I don't know, just like a really cheeky, like quick thing. Um, yeah. Do you like? Making fun of your disability? Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. I had to. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's all I have. Love it. If, if, um, if you ever want to be um, 
super, super gross, you might have um, some good fisting material. I was thinking about that. Like, it, yeah. oh, this arm's no good, no better than like a dildo or something like that. Right. Something like, yeah, that you're in fetish, in the fetish world, you're like the king of right, like yeah, yeah. fisting or something. <laughs> I mean, I don't, uh, okay. Just something. Not something I'm really familiar with, but um, maybe it might work. Uh, I got one thing. It's so stupid. Honestly, don't even use it. But um, the part where you say you have seizures at night. Yeah. I, for, for some reason, I was like, well, what's his wet dreams like when he has a seizure? <laughs> so there's some, I don't know. There, Honestly, sure. I shouldn't have said that. Don't use that. Oh, well, I know. I, well, I just said the thing about fisting. We're disgusting yeah, back we're, here. We don't just know what don't we're talking about. <laughs> Any other comments, Kavita? I just, I just, okay, last, last comment. I think another uh, another interesting ta- like tangent would be like if you go on like if you sit at in a dis- at a disabled like seat on a bus I'd be like what the fuck he's not disabled like yeah. what a scamas and that's like what? you a scam like what a scam oh okay but uh, you you could go into that yeah that's good that, a lot of that is like you don't look disabled I'm like have you seen me walk down the street yeah. like uh, oh. one last thing I just wanted to tell you you have a great ass thank you yeah. I've been told that. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Anthony Mitchell, yay! All right, well, that's how the Joke Workshop works. Um, And so now we're just going to do four-minute sets for everybody else. We're going to fit everybody in. I'm super excited. Thank you all for your comments and paying attention to each other. And don't stop doing that. Keep paying attention to each other and being awesome. And your next comedian, uh, uh, funny, super funny guy, really supportive of the station, put your hands together for Dan Britton! Hey everybody. Uh, likewise. Um, you know, most of y'all know me by now, but for those of you who don't, my name is Dan. I grew up in uh, this area, but sometimes if I find myself in a specific situation, I'll pretend like I'm not just to fuck with people's, like my fellow San Franciscan sense of self-righteousness. Like if I'm ever walking down the street with like a box of dynamite, which is clearly labeled, I'll walk up to a woman and just be like, excuse me, you know where I can find Planned Parenthood? (laughs) That was my only abortion joke because Pam said she's not doing any. Um, Okay. So uh, I recently had a friend pass away and, you know, as that, as can happen with that, my faith was tested. And so I went back and I was reading... Um, the Bible, and I was reading the book of Genesis. And I, I was thinking about Abraham, who was a shepherd, who was the first person to ever have faith in God. One day, Abraham was just tending to his sheep, and God said, Yo, Abraham! And he must have been so confused. He must have thought, was that one of the sheep? What was, what was that? And he was like, that was me up here. You're like, what? He's like, Allow me to introduce myself. My name is God. And Abraham's like, what's God? And he's like, well, to quote Denzel Washington, I run shit here. Y'all just live here. And he put all of his faith in God. And God gave him a son. And then God said to Abraham, Abraham, you will take your son to the top of the mountain and you will chop him in half. And I was just thinking, what's that conversation like with Mrs. Abraham? Like, hey, Abraham, what are you doing today? Well, I thought I would take Sean out for a hike. Like, oh, Abraham, you're just the best. Little father-son bonding. What's that big axe for? Axe? What? 
Oh, this, oh, I was going to chop more of my dick off. <laughs> it was just so fun the first time, I thought I would do it again. You know, father-son bonding, you know, you know. And I thought, God, there are much more sick and fucked up ways to test a man's faith in you. You could have said, Abraham, from this day forward, you will be a Miami Dolphins fan. <laughs> no! Why, God, shut up! Have faith in God, and importantly, have faith in Tua Tungvaloa. Anybody here ever have sex? <laughs> A lot of virgins in this room. Anybody in here ever fuck? Yeah. Oh, boo, yeah. I was recently, uh... <laughs> exactly. I was recently, I was having uh, sex with a girl that uh, I hadn't known for very long, and in the middle of it, she goes, uh, uh, I love you. And I stop, and I'm like, uh, what the fuck? She's like, why'd you stop? I said, you just said I love you? She goes, oh, don't worry about that. I was thinking about somebody else. <laughs> a lot of people are into choking right now. I don't really get that. It, <laughs> it doesn't really inspire confidence in me. Like, it doesn't make me think, wow, she's really having a good time when she's thinking like, you know, I'd rather be suffocating right now. Like, I wish I wasn't breathing at this moment. Like, I know I'm here consensually, but like, I just, I want no more oxygen right now. Big, big pet peeve of mine is whenever I go to a, a fast food a restaurant and I order a burger and they're like, you want onions with that? It's kind of like me praying to God, like about my dream wife. And he's like, oh, do you want her to have a face? I was like, yeah, God, that's kind of important to me. I also think that fast food restaurants are kind of dyslexic because whenever they like read out the orders, I'm like number 38, they're like 36, 37, order number 25, please. <laughs> this set went great. Good night, everybody. Dan Britton, everyone. All right. All right, your next comedian, one of my favorite people on the scene, put your hands together for Lauren Kraut. Yay. I like it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You can tell a lot about a person by the names that they call themselves. When I'm, uh, when I'm mad at myself, I, it's always Missy. Cut the crap, Missy. All right. <laughs> And it's dude when I'm being ridiculous. No, dude. You can't, it, it doesn't have to be perfect. Just do it. Come on. But the one that makes, that gets the most play, I'm so sorry to say, is you fucking idiot. All right, that went better last time. Uh, maybe I, I read it wrong. What the, no, never mind. What if God, this one's called What If God. What if God, in making the earth, misjudged the way, the many ways that the people, man has of fucking things up? What if God was like, let's have it so that man learns best from his mistakes? What could go wrong? Apparently a lot. And God was feeling whimsical one day, which is when he gave us memory problems. 
Watch this. They can't remember stuff. Just watch this. It's really good. God's eating popcorn watching this fuck up. All right. I got to say, I got I get a good kick out of uh, thinking about what God might be like. Um, and I'm sure when my number is called, I'm going to have to get go into the principal's office and explain a few things. All right, we're working on that one. Uh, I'm my own worst enemy. I'm ISIS, but with an eating disorder. <laughs> I'm constantly standing in my own way. Inside my head, it's like a battlefield. You should audition for America's Got Talent. Nobody wants to see a giraffe telling jokes. I should go skydiving. You'll kill yourself. I should make toast. You're not good enough for toast. Have a cracker. <laughs> I've been standing in my way for so long, my, my subconscious is going to give me a parking ticket. Here you go. What's this? A note that says I love you. No, you stupid fuck. You set up the joke. It's a ticket. <laughs> Why are you giving me a ticket? I don't have a car. That's right. You had a car and it left you, just like everyone else. You are parked illegally. $427? That's ridiculous. Okay, then here's what you do. Just spend the $427 on ice cream and eat it all in three days because you're a fat pig. Loser. And that's when they asked me to leave Safeway. <laughs> All right, I'll leave you with this. Uh, I refuse to believe I'm the only one counting out five squares of toilet paper whenever I use the bathroom. How many other obsessives here tonight? Just me? All right. Woo. What good is a compulsion if you can't take it with you everywhere? That's what I say. And that's as close as I'm getting to a poop joke, so settle down. All right, thanks very much, everybody. Lauren Crowd, everyone. Hooray, hooray, and then yay, yay. All right. Oh, hey, you, come on, man. I already said, I mean, I don't want to have to be your mom, but come on. Not, not you, Dan. No, no, Jared keeps eating. It's just, come on. Anyway. Uh, your next comedian, put your hands together for Kelly Evans. You got to be well educated on the subject of fights. I mean, prevention. Thank you for that amazing round of applause. I appreciate it, everybody. Hey, um, anybody else uh, dating? We're doing original material now. Yeah. I believe it. Um, anyway. <laughs> I've been uh, I've been getting set up on a, on dates recently by a friend of mine, uh, which is kind of fun. You know, it's a nice way to find out they think you have extremely low standards. Uh, like, who the fuck are these people? Uh, the last woman I went out with just said "hella" in every sentence. It was just like, which honestly doesn't sound that bad, but it's more like what she said. She's like, "Oh, I got a hella big C-section scar." <laughs> Fucking what? Fucking <laughs> all right. Um, Anyway, so we had sex, and she was right. It was hella big. It was fucking hella big. Holy shit. Um, all right, warming it up. Uh, I just went to the dentist recently, uh, and I found out that I have, like, almost no enamel on my back left teeth, 
And and he's like, there are two options. There's a procedure that I can take or there's a toothpaste I can use. And he's like, we're going to give you the toothpaste. And I said, oh, is that the better option? And he said, no. No, it's not. It's just you can't afford the better option. I was like, cool, thanks. He's like, you know, your plan is a lot like you're enamel, all right? It's almost non-existent, and if anything happens, you're fucked. So he didn't say fucked exactly, and that, I just don't, I don't know. I don't like, I'm just ready for the gig economy to take over Dennis. Can I say that? Can we just move on to that right now? Like, like I just want to be able to price shop, comparison, whatever the cheaper option is. You know, I'm like... No license, oh, fuck, okay, or gloves, uh, but $20, so put your hands in my mouth. Let's fucking, let's see what happens, you know? I mean, what's the worst? Uh, I fucking hate being here right now. Um, <laughs> I did not want to come here in the first place, and yeah, I felt that was the right decision. I was like, I got to the corner, I almost turned around, I was like, I should have done that, I should have done that, that's fine. Uh, I'm glad we're recording this. Uh, I, uh... I I got vaccinated, but um, I understand how some people might not want to get vaccinated because do we just forget that the pharmaceutical industry is just like completely full of shit? I mean, like I I did it because um, and I and I I'm conflicted because like any sane American, I love OxyContin, you know, so I trust Big Pharma in some ways, but not others. Uh, it's just like. I don't know what happened. We used to be so skeptical, you know, we were just like big pharma. It's like, you know, you have a history of past abuses and drugs that we've had to take off the market because they end up being put out too early and then people die. And big pharma was like, yeah, but you can go in the cheesecake factory. <laughs> we were like, fuck yeah. All right. Fucking cheesecake. It's like, we are fucked. Um, it's all positive vibes today, guys. It's all positive vibes. Am I still not honked yet? Okay. I was like, Holy shit. All right. This is what happens when you don't fucking prepare at all. Um, I was going to say, I think it's, I mean, not to belabor a point, but um, I think the thing is, it's like we can trust vaccines in general, you know, like that's, that's like a long history and still distrust pharmaceutical companies. You can do both. It's not like all or nothing, you know, it's like, I trust if I take an Ambien that it's going to work. But, like, if the person giving me the Ambien was Bill Cosby, then I would be a little concerned. It's like, you get what I'm saying? You know, does that make sense? All right, I'll finish there. Thanks a lot. Kelly Evans, everyone. Yay. Don't take pills from Bill Cosby. Your next comedian. What a funny lady. Put your hands together, everybody, for Drea Meyer. goodness dude i don't have shit to talk about so strap in motherfuckers uh i think pets are kind of fucked up it's kind of fucked up to own a pet isn't it especially puppies you'll see people brag like look at this two-month-old puppy i have it can't even open its eyes yet it's like dude that's fucking morbid bro you just kidnapped a newborn from its mother and took it home like it's fucking cute that shit ain't cute let the fucking dog live out its adolescence, you fucking bitch. All right. <laughs> I'm playing with aggressiveness on stage because I'm, you know, I'm not, uh, the stature isn't threatening enough. So I gotta. Um, <laughs> I hooked up with a gay guy recently. Clap it up for me, huh? Hell yeah. It wasn't like, uh, it wasn't like a flamey, like, eh. Hey! 
gay guy. It was a <laughs> it was more like a Republican gay. Like you know what I mean? Like in real life he was like super manly and straight looking, but behind closed doors he was fucking a lot of Asian lady boys, you guys. <laughs> A lot of them. At first, I was proud of myself. I was like, damn, look at me. Like, I fucking turned a gay dude. Like, damn. Like, I'm fucking hot. And then I found out he, like, transsexuals. Like, damn, this fool thinks I fucking remind him of a transsexual. This dude thinks I remind him of a tranny. That's why he's attracted to me. I'm six foot one, flat chested, and I have a deep voice. Of course, he thinks I'm hot. What the fuck? I was all in denial about it the whole time. I was just fucking strapping on a dick, just fucking hitting it fucking waist deep and then just being like, do you think I'm pretty? <laughs> <laughs> just hella in denial about that shit. <laughs> I don't know if that makes him less queer or me more queer. I don't know what it is. I do not know. Uh... He couldn't even own it afterwards, too. The next day, man, this time you know we're in 2022. Like, the next day, he, like, felt guilty for hooking up with a woman. He was like, but I'm gay. Like, in the past, it would have been, like, he felt guilty for hooking up a tr with a transsexual and be like, I'm I'm straight. Now they're like, no, I'm gay. Um, He couldn't own it, too. He told me that uh, his dick just gets hard. You ever have a dude do that? Just be like, I'm not really attracted to you. My dick just gets hard. Yeah. Like, your fucking dick got boner Tourette's? Shut the fuck up, <laughs> bitch. I am flat chested, you guys. I am. It's weird. I'm like built like a centaur. Like, I'm like, <laughs> like horse from here down and flat chested man on top. <laughs> I am. I don't know what the fuck happened because the rest of me is big. So, what the fuck happened to my titties, bro? Like, <laughs> Well, you're plus size, you're supposed to have big old fucking fat titties, too, and I don't. Um, I have a theory, though, for what happened. One time when I was, like, 12 years old, I was being babysat by a 15-year-old. He already been in juvie, like, twice already, right? He was, like, that kind of 15-year-old. And I had a crush on him, and one time he asked me to flash him. And I was 12 years old, I didn't even have boobs, so I was like, why do I give a fuck? So I was like, woo! I just flashed him. And I think he just looked at them, and they got shocked, and then they stopped developing. You know, it's like when you uh, turn on a light in a photo lab before it's done, and then you're just stuck that way forever. All right, thank you so much. Clap it up. Yay! Clap your hands together, everybody, for Dre Myers. Yay! Yay! All right. We're moving along. Hey, your next comedian... Uh, just so everybody knows where we are, we're on number 12 right now. Uh, and it's Riley Shenyo! Yes, Pam! Hell yeah! This is literally the first time she has said... You, I'm just like, I feel like a proud mom right now. This is crazy. You said my last name right! This is crazy, everyone. I just want everyone to know this. It's on, it's on tape. Let's do this. Um, I, had to, I had to buy Plan B the other day. Out of not out of it happened, it's just out of security for myself. But I was the first person in line at Walgreens, and it felt like when you go to a concert and you get there a little too early and you have to just awkwardly stand there. <laughs> and like, I'm looking at all the other people waiting to go into Walgreens, and I was like, looking around, I was like, 
they know what I'm doing. They know, like they, they know, oh my, oh my God. I was their first purchase and that was uh, Plan B. And it was the off-brand off brand Plan B because I am broke. Segway to the next section. Um, I was on the bus yesterday and a man right next to me was smoking crack. I'm like actually not, woo! It's happened to you too, Pam? No, um, but I'm not even joking, this man was literally smoking a bowl next to me while I was listening to uh, Pocahontas, the soundtrack, because Colors of the Wind hits different when you're on the bus getting ready to go to an open mic, might I say. I look over and this man is pulling out rocks from his hair because he tied them in knots and left them in his hair. I was like, first of all, that's innovative. Second of all, pass the fucking blunt, you piece of shit. Um, all right, to the next. Woo, we love Mondays. Oof. Um, I, my boss, I, I asked for some time off from my boss to do a, a comedy set for Pam. Woo. And um, he said no because my little hobby would get in the way of working at a deli. And I said, don't tell me what I already know. I know it's a hobby, that's fucked up. What the hell? Um, oh, we love mutiny on Mondays. Let's do this shit. Uh, no, it was kind of fucked up though. He got um, mouth surgery. He got from veneers, which is, I like to say you, like any person that gets veneers looks like, uh, you know the doggy denture commercials? And I'm like, don't come at me because you have boo-boo teeth, honey. Like, let's not tell me what I like to do because you have boo-boo teeth. Um, no, but he's on a, like a lot of like drugs right now. And he's been like aggressively texting my coworkers other like passive shit. And all of us are now going to team up and take over the store. So let's do this. It's my deli now. Let's go. I'm slinging meats. I'm also a vegetarian, so it's kind of funny. Um, I ended a on-again, off-again relationship of like about a year because this guy was kind of a piece of shit. And I thought, let's not be a pushover, Riley. Let's do this shit. Let's end things. Thanks, team. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, woo! I was like, yeah, I'm going to end shit. Uh, nice. It's because he was seeing other women. <laughs> He thinks that's really funny. I I didn't. But <laughs> but the thing is I was like that's fucked up cuz that's my thing. I'm I'm the only person that can see other people in this relationship. Um I want to have seven boyfriends. You can only be devoted to myself. So but um no, I'm really happy that I ended it. He also told me to not put this in the stand up act. I know. He was like don't add me in this but his full name is Brian Kelly McGlynn and he lives at 366 Thornton Ave Bayview at, this is real, write this down. Um, he legit was like, don't add me in, I don't want to be a part of it. So guess what? Your address is now on Mutiny Radio. What's good? All right, I'm Riley, have a great night everyone. <laughs> Riley Chanel, she just got off the Olympics snowboarding thing that's what you look like with that jacket you look like an olympic snowboarder yeah i'm like can i buy the weed from you man like that's what the snowboarders do right uh your next comedian clap your hands in a while slappy like motion for newman shock yay
What's up, guys? A uh, little thing about me. Uh, I haven't gotten COVID yet, but I'm prepared. Like, I made a list of everybody I'm going to cough on as soon as I get COVID. Yeah, um, I'm fine with getting COVID. I am. I just want to get it doing something I enjoy, you know? Like, I don't want to... I don't want to get COVID at work, you know, that's too much. Like, I don't want my cause of death to be customer service. That's, that's a bit much. Um, I was at a date last night. Uh, yeah, Taco Bell? Cause, yeah, I'm a romantic, guys. Um, but, yeah, it, w it was cool. Like, uh, we were there, and then this guy suddenly starts jerking off. And, you know, it's a Taco Bell, like, you expect that. But my date, she she was really offended, man. She was like... She was like, um, she was like, oh my God, I can't believe this guy is jerking off to me. And I was like, hey, this is San Francisco. He could be jerking off to me too, you know, like don't, don't be close minded. But my date's like really confident that this guy's jerking off to her. So she's like, you know what? You should go ask that guy to make sure. And I am someone whose confidence is not strong enough to like risk being like shot at by this guy. So I'm like, you know, you, you know, yeah, you have the honor of being like the subject of this guy's masturbation. Like it's very nice. But now my date really wants to know. So she says she's going to go ask. And me being a true gentleman, give her like gives her like a tissue and then hides behind my chair, you know. And she goes, nothing horrible happens. And she comes back and she's like, this guy isn't jerking off to any of us. He's jerking off to a reflection of himself he can see in the mirror. And now every time I think of self-confidence, I think of that guy. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm a big fan of reality TV. I am. I love reality. Like, um, I love reality TV because it makes me feel better about how I'm doing as a person. Like, uh, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm probably not going to make rent this month. I'm not. But uh, I was watching that show, My Strange Addiction, and I was like, you know, I'm not addicted to licking urinals. Like, I'm doing very well for myself right now. And then uh, I'm not the smartest guy. Like, I I'm pretty stupid. You can tell I'm up here. Um, yeah. Um, but then uh, I watched uh, Naked and Afraid, and I was like, you know what? Not that stupid. Like, I'm not stupid enough to walk into the wilderness completely naked and let a film crew broadcast that to the world. I'm only dumb enough for the first part, you know? <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I even love like the Bachelor Bachelorette. Makes me feel a lot better about my dating life because um, I see all these like supermodel people still need like a major TV network to get laid. And I was like, you know, that's why my Tinder isn't popping off. You know, it's because TLC doesn't sponsor it. You know, that's what it is. Okay, um, last joke. Let's go. Perfect timing. Um, I was raised Muslim. And big thing about Muslims is um, people think we're all terrorists. And I'm, I was thinking a lot about like being a terrorist from like an ability perspective. And like I would be a bad terrorist, you know, like I'd be late to the meetings. You can't be late to an ISIS meeting, you know, like that's not, that's not something you can do. Also, like I, I, I'm a pretty chill guy. Like I listen to like reggae, you know, like I don't think ISIS was like playing like Bob Marley, like in the background of those beheading videos they dropped. They're definitely playing Eminem, you know. Goodbye, guys. Newman Chuck, everyone. Get up, stand up. Stand up and turn that shit off. What, are you still going through your phase, man? All right, we all have a Bob Marley phase. Your next comedian. Put your hands together, everybody, for Kavita Singh. Woo! Yeah. 
here I am. Come on. Hi, hi, hi. I um I attended a show yesterday. It was really cool. Um it was Kay Ching's crazy, crazy funny, crazy funny Asians. And I thought, like, oh my God, I've never seen a more diverse room. There were like, so many Indians and like East Asians. I felt like I was like in an accelerator. It was it was really cool. It was really cool. And I, I thought to myself, like, wow, have had I been up there years back when I was in high school. I would have fucking hated y'all. Like all of the, I hated, I hated Asians growing up. I hated them so fucking much. And the reason why is because I grew up in a very like competitive, like consumeristic neighborhood. Like it was like your typical like upper middle class neighborhood where everyone was like obsessed with money and like, you know, and it was rough. Like, like my schooling system was really competitive. It was, it was like, um, I would say we were on par with the Bay Area schooling system, but, and we would have like beat you guys, but we were probably just like a few suicides short. Um, and you know what? Like, I think I was, I, I was kind of smart. Like, I feel like I was smarter than the average Joe, but dumber than the average Raj. And like, they made that, they made, Indians made that abundantly clear. Like, they were like, you are Espalone. You know, you are top tier at a bodega, bottom tier to Whole Foods. And I was like, ah, oh, fucking hate you, you know? Um, but that's okay. Because like, you know, when you grow up, you kind of realize, you know, the, kid, the kids like us, like we're, we're just a product of our parents. So I had to unlearn all of that bullshit, right? Like I... Like, I can't hate these people because I am that, too. So I started, you know, I, over time, like, I, I, I've started doing things. I've been pursuing things that actually give me joy. And I'm kind of, like, letting go of the idea of, like, money completely, leave, like, leading to happiness. Um, and I ordered a hit on the college board, you know? Cause that, was, that was less of, like, a personal growth thing and more of, like, them fucking wasting my time. Like, the fact that... You know, they told me that the trajectory of my life would be based on knowing the definition of words like jettison and flotsam, like, really makes me mad. Um, especially when today, like, our English is nonsense. Like, the average person is just like, this woo-woo shit is eating the vibe. You know, it's like, well, what am I, why? Why did I do that? Um, <laughs> average person, average person. Well, how much time do I have left, Pam? Whenever you ask, you have a minute. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, was that? Um. Oh, yeah, so that's okay. Um. The last thing. Okay. Last. Last segment I'll work on is um. I don't take my birth control on time. Okay. I don't. And it's not because I want my boyfriend's babies. God no. Like that guy uses a plastic bag as a suitcase. Like. <laughs> ugh. Uh. No. It's because you know my meds. The time that I take my meds kind of conflicts with when I am. Um, spiraling, you know, my, my morning spiral, you know, it starts at 7 a.m. and it ends. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And you know what? I don't think that you have to take your meds on time. I don't think you need to take your birth control on time like every day because that's too much risk. Like pharmaceutical companies would not do that to you because they know that people are irresponsible. Like I like imagine if that were the case. Like you needed to take your freaking your 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 meds at the same time every single day. There would just be a bunch of pregnant women posted up outside of Johnson and Johnson with their infants like look what you fucking did, you know? Or just like 
I don't know, maybe some would be like wringing out their like swollen titties of like untainted of their tainted milk. I don't know, like looking looking at their vaginas and being like, look what you did, you know, like very, it would be a lot. Okay, I'm done. Sorry, Pam. Kavita Singh, everyone. Just so you know, in comedy, if you ever ask, people will just give you the minute. Because it's sort of like the comedian nod to like, I'm pretty much done now. So if you ever ask for the light, but the person will probably just give it to you. Um, you're, it's just a thing. You learn, you'll learn over time. Uh, your next comedian. Um, so funny, so wonderful. Clap your hands wildly, everybody, for Ray Khan. Yay! Hey, guys, what's happening? Hello, hello. Don't give me the light, Pam. I got four minutes. Hey, how are you? I feel like... Um, I feel like I'm like the fourth Indian dude or Indian person up here. Like we had two Indian younger brothers, one a younger sister, and now the fucking uncle is up here. Thanks a lot, Pam. I like that list. That's cool. I, there's a little conspiracy going on here somewhere. Um, anybody like Billy Joel? Who likes Billy Joel? I love Billy Joel. Fuck yeah, you love Billy Joel. A room full of Billy Joel fans. Um, I like Billy Joel. I like that one song, uh, uh, We Didn't Start the Fire. You like that song? You heard that song. It's a favorite song of mine, right? We Didn't Start the Fire. 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 He sings that verse 17 times during that song. That is fucking too many times. You know that? It's way too many times. Like, he's denying it way, way too much. Like, if I was the lead arson investigator anywhere near Billy Joel and it was like a bushfire, I'm pretty sure Billy Joel is starting that fire. Right? Billy Joel's got to be starting all the fires he's around. If you protested that much, like, let's pretend I changed the words to Billy Joel's We Didn't Start the Fire to I Didn't Bang Your Girlfriend. What? <laughs> I didn't bang your girlfriend. I didn't, I didn't bang your girlfriend. There was so much burning and it was really yearning. I didn't bang, I didn't bang your girlfriend. I didn't bang your girlfriend. Halfway through that song, you're like, I'm pretty sure Ray is banging Stephanie. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Ray. Ray's a, if I sang that 17 times, if I sang that 17 si times at like a karaoke spot, you'd be like, Ray is banging all the Stephanies, every Stephanie, right? I sing it, I sing it 25, 30 times. I'm fucking Uptown Girl. Yeah, Down Easter Alexa. Yeah, Captain Jack. You guys, these are all Billy Joel references. And Piano Man. Hell yeah. Yeah, gender knows no bounds, if I deny it that much. Absolutely. <laughs> all right, um, listen, I, I am married for 25 years. Give it up, huh? A little bit. Thank you. Thank you. It's hard work. Uh, I got three beautiful kids. Uh, there is a problem, though. They don't look anything like me. They look nothing like me. They are white with blue eyes. All three of them. Every single one of them. They all look like they've been dipped in flour. What the fuck, man? That's not cool. Anyways, um, it's a problem. It's, it's, it's particularly a problem when I go to Safeway. When I get to Safeway and I'm at the checkout line, I see people checking their Amber Alerts on their phone. That's not nice. These are my kids. These are my kids. They come from my loins. Exactly. It makes paying for groceries sting just a little bit. Yeah, I'm buying corn for my children of the corn. Yeah, yeah, that's right. 
every every uh, Christmas we uh, take a picture and all of us get together and we take a nice little picture together. It's sweet. Send it out to our families and friends. It's very, very nice. Uh, I look like a company diversity hire, however. Thank you. Yes, right. Hiring outside the race. Very sweet. Very, very sweet. Uh, what else we got here? Oh, um, let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm not a fighter. I don't like to fight. I'm not a fighter at all. I don't know how to kick. I can't punch. I can't do anything, really. Yesterday, I was at Safeway, and I was in line. Some guy's like, hey, man, you caught me in line. I'm going to kick your ass. I'm like, what? What's going on? This guy went from zero to 100 really quick, right? So I'm like, I, I don't know how to fight. I don't know how to do it. I, please, you know? So I reach into my first weapon of choice, a sniveling apology. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean to. My mother didn't raise me that way. Guy says, I'm going to kick your ass. I don't have a black belt in anything. I can't fight, I can't kick, but I do have five years of theatrical improv under my belt. You're goddamn right, yeah, for sure. So I just started yes anding this motherfucker. <laughs> Hell yeah, he's like, I'm gonna kick your ass. I said, yeah, you're gonna kick my ass, and my face will be altered forever. Yeah, he's like, who do you think you are? I said, I don't know. Can I get a name, location, huh? occupation? And I swiped the scene and I ran. That's my time, Pam, thanks so much. Keep your hands clapping for Raycon! Yay! Yay. All right, uh, we're going a little out of order, but we'll be back to it. Your next comedian, put your hands together for Ernest Evangelista! Hey guys, how you guys doing? Cool. I like the Billy Joel reference. Um, okay. Um, but do you guys like uh, contemporary music like Drake? He also did a 0 to 100 reference. Uh, recently, Drake uh, got sued by this girl that he was having sex with because her pussy was on fire because there were hot sauce in the condom. You know that song, Hot Line Bling? More like Hot Sauce Sting. <laughs> you think it was Diablo or the bomb from Hot Wing? Uh, hot, hot Ones? Hot Ones. I'm hungry. Um, so yeah, recently I just came from the doctor and I found out that uh, what I have is permanent. <laughs> My nipples are always gonna itch. <laughs> no, no, but for real, do you guys get that? You guys always get like your right nipple itching a lot. Like it itches a lot. Should I wear a bra? So it doesn't chafe, right? Um, I have sensitive nipples. Okay, guys, um, how's Valentine's Day is coming up? Cool. I'll tell you the most romantic thing I ever did was eat my girlfriend's pussy on her period. Um, and I wrote it on a Valentine's Day card. It was bloody. It was pretty cute. Um, but yeah, honestly... I think I'm a vampire that only drinks period blood. Um, right? That's how I like to... Okay. Um, what else do I want to talk? How much time we got? No. Um, 
Okay, guys. I'll. Did you guys also found out that um, your dad's racist? I mean, Joe Rogan. Um, no, Joe Rogan's not my dad. He is my daddy. Okay. Um, no, no, but he said something very racist. He was at a showing of the Planet of the Apes, and I'm pretty sure he was in Compton. And then he said, this is like Planet of the Apes. But don't you think that Joe Rogan looks like Caesar from Planet of the Apes? Like, literally, it's, I'm pretty sure that was a story of Joe Rogan. He took, he gave an ape DMT, and then he was like, I'm going to host Fear Factor. <laughs> okay, that's how I'm going to end it. All right, guys, have a good night. Yay, Ernest Evangelista. He's so generous, he gave a minute back to the room. Uh, your next comedian, she's just she's just a lovely uh, human being, and um, I'm she's I she's so brave. She's ma- I really want to start wearing midriffs just like she does. Put your hands together, everybody, for Denise Lee. Yay! Hello, 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 hello. Oh my goodness. Okay, let's see. Let's see. It's very cold and like this sports bra just really does not cover much. So we're just we're just gonna keep this on. That's that's what we're gonna do. Okay, let's see. Um I ran the uh Kaiser Permanente half marathon yesterday. Did any of you guys run it? No? Yeah. Yeah, you don't hate yourselves. That's cool. Um, I I really like running races because I just love all the free shit you get at the finish line, right? Like, I don't know. Even if I don't need it, I'll take it, right? Like, for some reason at the finish line yesterday, they had, like, funeral planning services. Uh, So fully signed up for that. The lady was like, are you ready for death? And I was like, yes. every day consistently I am I am prepared for it um and 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 then I was like but I would like my portable toothbrush so that's that's nice um but I actually ran the race because uh, I guide blind people uh so they don't trip over sticks and whatnot um and I and and I I kind of find it like difficult to interact with uh with these individuals just because i'm like so afraid of offending them like constantly like the lady that i guided yesterday like after the race she was like trying to find her backpack and she was like you know can you help me find my backpack and i was just like do you know what it looks like uh and then she was like oh yeah it's blue and i was like but are you sure How do you know? So we were both just kind of feeling around for the backpack. It was like the blind guiding the blind, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't great, but we finally found it. And then I was like, all right, well, uh, hope we see each other again soon. So I'm not allowed to volunteer with them anymore. So they're looking for volunteers. So if anyone wants to uh, (laughs) guide the blind, uh, there's that available. Um, Let's see, what was I going to do? Um... Oh yeah, so so I'm not a very fun person. All right, like I I'm not fun first and foremost because I have this NPR podcast host voice going on, right? Like 
just got like a female Ira Glass vibe. Like I'm about to make my debut on This American Life, right? It's it's not a it's not a fun time. And I've always wanted to like be one of those girls, like in college, who was in a sorority, like maybe the one with the three triangles or whatever. Uh, but but no, like usually people just look at me and they're like, you know, in college. She was in student government, you know, like that's kind of the vibe I put out and and I was right like I can't put on a rush event, but I can throw a pretty lit Susan G. Coleman race for the cure fundraiser. Right. And uh, I the only thing I ever pledged was to be drug free during dare. And I live in San Francisco now, so we know how that promise turned out, right? Still drug-free. Nobody's ever offered me drugs. It's like everyone knows it's not going to help me. I am not a fun person. Uh, okay, I think that's all I wanted to try out. Thank you. I'm Denise. Yay, Denise Lee. Hooray. I think you're fun. All right, your next comedian. Clap your hands together, everybody, for David Samuel. Yay! You sexy motherfucker. Thank you, Mutiny. Yeah. I I only understand uh, goods and services. Like I don't. Like I wish I could get a fake job. Like I wish I understood how to get a fake job. I used to live in this place where the maintenance guys, right? Like some would break in the house. Like dishwasher would break or something. And I'd check it out. I'm I'm moderately handy, so I'd check it out, see what's going on. And then the maintenance guys would show up, and then they would just tell me exactly what I already knew. They would literally just show up and be like, "Well, it's broken." And then they'd leave for like a month, and it's like, "What? How do I get a job like that?" You know, like I just show up, I don't do anything. I'm just like, "Doesn't work anymore." Good luck. Anyways, uh. <laughs> I'll be getting high in the car if you need me. Um, yeah, I wish, because I, I, I'm 27 now. I've had 28 different jobs. That's the real number. I've had a lot of employers. Uh, I've had lots of jobs. I think at this point, I don't even want a job. I'm just addicted to people telling me that I'm hired. Like, that feels so good. They're like, welcome to Red Robin. I'm like, thank you, you know? But 28 jobs, that's a lot. Someone told me recently that's two standard deviations away from the normal, which I don't exactly know what that means, but it does sound better than telling people I'm a loser. Like, it just has a, ni a nicer ring to it. I've had a lot of jobs. Some of them I probably did not deserve. Like, I got a job cleaning pools for the a gym in my hometown. I was cleaning pools. That was a pretty cool job. Never, No one ever had sex with me, though. That was, I thought that was part of the deal. Uh, but it didn't happen. Pool boy. It's cleaning pools. And uh, my boss one time, he had a license plate that said, uh, kill them all, let God sort them out, right? He was a winner. Uh, he's a patriot. Uh, probably hates the masks. I don't know. But one time we're like, I'm like six weeks into the job, and uh, he pulls me aside at one point, and he goes, yeah, you know, only two people applied for this job. It was you and a girl. And we're not going to hire no girl. And I was like, I don't think I've earned this position, you know? I quit shortly after that. He was an asshole. I have had a lot of jobs. People are weird about jobs. They get really obsessive. I worked at a Carl's Jr. That was one of the longest jobs I've ever had. Carl's Jr. It was a good time. We would smoke weed in the bathroom. No, there was no rules. Uh, but we were, I was working at Carl's Jr. And my manager is a guy named Charlie. 
And one time someone pulled up in the driveway or the drive-through and Charlie just t turns to him. He's like, I told you that I'd run this bitch one day. And I was like, you were aspiring to run a Carl's Jr.? Like that's, and you were telling people, like in high school, you're like, one day I'm going to be the boss there. You know, whatever. Everyone has different aspirations. I've just never, I've never got it. Like two weeks in any job, employers look at me and they're like, man, I think this guy was just a really good interviewer. Like, <laughs> how are you late every day? Thank you, Pam. I've had a lot of jobs. Jobs are cool. All right. I think, uh, see, where do I want to go with this? Oh. I learned that, like, see, like, people still kill seals and whales for food. So that's interesting. But uh, the most, the more interesting part of it is that there's, like, whole companies devoted to it. Which the job interviews there have got to be tough, right? They're just like, so do I bring a club or do you guys supply them? What's the deal there? Do I need special boots? And if you get the job, that's even more stressful, right? Just working at a seal killing company. It's like, look, your boss, your boss sits you down. They're like, all right, you got the job. We have very strict HR here at Seal Blood RS. Very strict HR. Always be at work on time. No sexual harassment. But I better have a pile of dead baby seals on my desk by 5 p.m. every day. All right. Thank you guys so much. I've been David Samuel. Hey, David Samuel. And I love your shoes. Oh, that was lovely. I'm sorry that people were being loud outside. There's nothing I can do from here. Can't. Okay, good. You black out. I do too. I disassociate in a weird way when I'm on stage as well. That's weird. I think I think that that's why I think that's why stage time is so addictive is that it's like a drug because it literally is a disassociative. I think that's why I seek it so hard. Uh, your next comedian, put your hands together for Kyle Morrissey. I'm part of the problem. I was just outside being. I don't think I was being loud, but I definitely wasn't uh, contributing to this fine room. Um, is anyone here? Are you from? Bay Area, you from California, like Bay Area, or, oh, oh, no shit, yeah, where'd you go to high school, oh my god, me too, yeah, I did, yeah, I'm from San Carlos, yeah, 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 that's, that's kind of what I want to talk about, actually, I, yeah, you grew up in the suburbs, here in the peninsula, yeah, it's not really like white trash, it's more like white recycling, right, <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what it is, you're like, oh, don't throw us out yet. We're still useful, you know? And then you learn that we just also end up next to the ocean. So that's funny. You went to Sarah? What, what class? Okay, I'm a little little older than you. No, yeah, dude. I, man, what, what was some of the, because, like, I definitely did some shit on that campus. I mean, I, I had a girlfriend because I'm fucking cool. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Is uh, Megan still there? Fucking pedophile. Fuck. He got robbed. We went We went to Rome. Our French class went to Rome. They missed. And he got pickpocketed on, on the metro, and we were all so happy. We were like, yes, fuck him. Dude, you can't, like, Catholic school, that shit does not work. You can't mix religion and academics. You can't, no one wants to believe in God if you have a D in theology. <laughs> You're not getting into Wesleyan based on faith. It's not going to work. <laughs> yeah. And all the religious kids failed physics, so. Yeah. 
I don't know. I was always afraid of like participating in class because we would like relentlessly make fun of each other. I remember like watching high school Jeopardy and getting pissed off at how those kids could just answer questions without getting made fun of. I was like, I want a more realistic version of that. You know, anytime someone answers a question, they hit the podium next to them, just like, gay. <laughs> Anyways, I'm a, I'm an adult now. And uh, yeah, one of the things I've realized about adulthood is that it's important to face your fears. I just, you gotta do it. You know, there's no point in avoiding them. Just face them head on. Like, I, I don't know, anybody, What what's a fear that you have? Like a, like a, it doesn't have to be funny. Like if it can't, I was just gonna say getting caught jerking off by my parents, but <laughs> but I already checked that one off the list. Actually, finally happened. You wanna know what the secret is? You gotta make it easy for them to find you. <laughs> they walked into the kitchen. They're just like, "What the fuck are you doing?" I was like, "I'm not scared." <laughs> they're like, "Yeah, but you moved out five years ago. <laughs> Why are you jacking off in our kitchen?" Um, you, anyone follow what's going on in Canada right now? Yeah. It's amazing the amount of people who don't know what's going on in Canada. It kind of concerns me, but they're, they're basically having their January 6th, whichever side you want to root for. Uh, and I didn't even realize Canadians had conservatives. I, if you had to ask me, I would have just guessed a Canadian conservative is someone who refuses to say sorry. That's like, you know. Like, that's what a freak out out there looks like. Just iPhone footage of a guy in a Tim Hortons. Just like, I'm not going to bloody say it. You can't make me. Oh, it got timed well, but I know it wasn't for me. All right. My name is Kyle Morrissey. Goodbye. Kyle Morrissey, everyone. Yay. Yay. Uh, your next comedian, one of my favorite people. He saved me so many times. Put your hands together for Hunter Uniac. Yay. Side, listening to comedy the entire time. Everybody's outside. What the fuck is going on today? It's crazy. It is. How are we doing, guys? Not good. Cool. Fuck you guys. All right. Let's keep on. Let's. let's uh, so um, I'm I'm really tired today, guys. Like, uh, have you guys heard about how people are trying to get that four-day work week getting started? You know, I'm I'm rooting for that four-day work week, but the problem is, like, techies are the people who are rooting for the 32-hour work week. All right. Like, we spent all of COVID. An entire fucking pandemic rooting for, you know, what are they called? Um, the necessary people? What are they called? Essential workers, yeah. The, the necessary fucks. Um, we were rooting for them the entire time. And now all the techies who were going to work at home were like, my thumbs are sore. Can I get an extra day off work? Like, what the fuck, guys? Like, meanwhile, a guy at McDonald's has just domed another third Karen of the fucking night because she didn't get enough like, fucking, you know, onions on her McDouble. All right? And like, imagine if a doctor needed a fucking mental health day. All right, you call up, you have a heart attack. Like, sorry, doctor, I have a heart attack. Mm, the vibes aren't right today. I'm not going to fix your fucking heart, sir. Maybe if you had your heart attack, you know, on, on a Tuesday or when the moons were aligned, this would be okay. What do you do for work, sir? Exactly. That's why you're not laughing at this shit. <laughs> okay. I'm attacking you guys too much. It's worth like, I work construction. Okay. Imagine if construction workers had an extra day off at work. Shit wouldn't get done. Or imagine if a fireman had an extra day off work. All right? Like, imagine if a fireman had days off. All right? And it's like, can you, can, can, can you put your fire off till, like, you know, the 3rd of June when I come back from my fucking vacation? 
All right, like, you know, like saving your lives has kind of made me feel meh this entire time. All right. I talk about shit I actually lived through. That's, that's my thing, you know. Once it gets abstract, it doesn't work for me. Maybe I need a three-day weekend. That'll help. Ian, uh, how many days a, day, a week do you work? Zero. This motherfucking tacky. Zero days a week. Fuck you. Let me go with my joke. <laughs> what, do you, what do you do for work? I just asked you what do you do for work when you said you work zero days. What the fuck is wrong with me? You're unemployed? What do you do for work? <laughs> Well, hurry up and find something, and then I'll come back with you and do this crowd work again. Okay? Um, that's going to be a running thing now. Like, every time I see you in the audience, what do you do for work, Ian? <laughs> oh, my God. The day you get a job, I'm going to fucking quit comedy. That's me, you know. All right. Um, what else happened? Uh, I'm a very impatient person. So, Ian, hurry up and get a job so we can do the joke. But um, I'm a very impatient person. Like, I'm really impatient. Like, well, if, if my friend says, hey, I'll be here at, like, 4 p.m., and they're, uh, they're late by, uh, like, 4.30. I'm like, hey, man, what the fuck? I'm kind of annoyed, all right? So my girlfriend told me she's two months late, and I broke up with her. She didn't understand why that was a problem. You know? I'm going to abort that joke. All right, guys. Well, you know what? I hate being late, but I don't mind being early. So that's my time, people. Hunter Uniac, everyone. You know what I learned from that last joke? Hunter's fucking. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm really high. I've had like, I've had like four of those um, puffins, pop muffins. Uh, all right, your next comedian, super funny, was just on the punchline last night, and now he's here. Uh, clap your hands together, everybody, for Ian Levy. Yay! Hey, hey. Oh, hello. Okay, here, here are the things I wanted to talk about today. Um, what I what I used to do for a living is I was a nanny. Uh, that's what I did, and I, I worked for a very nice family. They were very cool. Uh, they were so cool to the fact that while I was working for them, they had a a hot tub installed in their backyard. And the dad, he was so it was nice. He was like, hey, any any time you want to just come use the hot tub, uh, feel free. It doesn't even have to be on the clock. You can just come and use the hot tub. Uh, and I tried it once. Uh, and I don't know if you've ever used a hot tub with a six-year-old. Uh, he had full-on flippers and water weights and a snorkel. Uh, and it was uh, an intense experience. I have never been kicked in my dick so many times. He was full-on. He was dropping things in and diving for them in four feet of water. Not exactly a relaxing experience. I don't It was kind of a nightmare. That was the main, uh, the main thing I meant to talk about today. That's most of what I thought about. Uh, I, uh, do you, have you guys ever have a friend who speaks a different language and then they'll, in English, they'll say like a, a common expression in their own, uh, from, that does, that makes sense maybe in another language. Like, you know, it's like their version of, they'll be like, I have this, German guy knows sometimes will just say stuff. He'll be like, well, you know, the cat was wearing trousers. And you're like, what the hell are you talking? It doesn't even make any, how crazy we all are. It's so dumb. It's, uh, I, uh, I was at the dog park the other day and this woman uh, was uh, yelling at her dog and she was saying, Luna, come here quickly. Uh, and I don't think dogs understand adverbs. 
Uh, maybe that's just me. As the you know, I think you could say anything, and you get the same response of Luna, come here, lethargically. As the same, the same woman. Her dog was getting really rough with the other dogs, uh, and I told her I was like, hey, you should tell your dog to play gently. So that's. I didn't say that because I'm I'm a coward in real life. I'm brave in my jokes, but in, in, in real life I went and then in my jokes I'm like I told that fucking bitch and, uh, and then I hit her. <laughs> no, I've, I've, ne I've never hit a woman, but been hit by many women. So it's, uh, no. <laughs> I don't know what I'm I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know. I'm just riffing to see if anything sticks, and now I think I'm. Thank you. <laughs> Usually I like laughter, but I'll take that was good instead. Uh, something is not funny enough for. I um, this is the dumbest thing I've read in a long time. I recently realized uh, I learned I was googling online and I found that uh, hairless cats sell on the internet for six thousand dollars. Um, and laser hair removal uh, costs four hundred dollars. Uh, yeah, it was money. Right? It was, uh, I also learned that getting uh, uh, hair grafted on to, to like your head uh, costs around $4,000, which means you could get a cat, uh, laser its hair off, sell it, steal it back, graft hair onto it, and you'd have $1,600 left over <laughs> that you could spend on therapy for the cat. So that is the, uh, okay, that's all my time. I'm done. Yay! Yay! Levy, yay! Thanks for being here. Uh, we have a couple comedians left. Put your hands together for your next one. Everybody, Chris Beasley! Yay! He's not here. You know who's here, though? Mike Bonds! Yay! Oh, thank you very much. Uh, first of all, I'd like to say uh, happy Black History Month this year, you know? Yeah, right. We ain't celebrating it enough, man. And this year is going to be a little bit more, you know, because Rush Limbaugh died last year on Black History Month. So I'm happy about that. You know, any Rush Limbaugh fans in here? No? Okay, good. Good. Uh, I got to stop downloading apps, man. I mean, you know, you, you download the wrong app, your whole life could change. You know, I downloaded the McDonald's app the other day. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, fuck, McDonald's, really? What are you doing? You know? They offered me a McFluckin' Fly fucking burger. I don't know what the fuck that shit's called, but it's got, like, uh, beef, chicken, and fish in it. Like, do you think I smoke weed or something, McDonald's? What's going on here? Are they, like, catering to potheads or something now, you know? Then the other day, they sent me a message. Hey, Mike, you buy one Big Mac, you get 15 of them for free. Like, what the fuck? I don't, I don't need all that shit in my life, you know? Uh, recently found out that uh, all sriracha sauce lovers are fucking aliens, you know what I mean? Seriously, man, I got a buddy that, that loves sriracha sauce. You know, I go over his house, and he's got sriracha bottles everywhere, just empty sriracha bottles. I'm like, dude, what's going on with you, man? He's like, I just love this shit, man. I don't know. And, he, and then he asked me if I wanted to go to the sriracha sauce convention with him in San Diego. You can go ahead and laugh at that shit, because what the fuck I look like being at a sriracha sauce convention? What the fuck does anybody look like being at a sriracha sauce convention, right? There's just people there just walking around, tasting sriracha sauce and offering it up to people. What the fuck? I don't think that's a good time, you know? But it's funny, because I found a bottle of sriracha sauce in his bathroom, which leads me to believe it's okay to jack off with sriracha sauce, you know? That's what I got out of that one, you know? 
So I'm pretty sure that uh, my phone is watching me. You know, I was using the uh, Waze app the other day, and Waze was like, hey, Mike, check it out. There's a Popeye's about a half a block away. If you leave right now, you can get there. I'm like, fuck, phone. You know me so well. Get me on over there anyway. I got a few minutes to kill. Damn, that edible was hitting me, Pam. <laughs> I was like, I didn't want to say nothing, but geez, you're a mad scientist. I don't know what's going on here, but life is an edible, right? Life is just one big old edible, right? With chocolate sprinkles on it. So, hey, that's been my time on Mike Bonds. I didn't get no horn yet, but that's been me. Yay, Mike Bonds. Um, so, uh, so no Chris Beasley. Um, well, that's that's fan that's fantastic, everyone. We um we did it, group. Yay. Um, all right. So the next the the next Mutiny Radio open mic will be there's one tomorrow at OMG. And then Wednesday is the Asiento show. Thursday this week is at Boozland. Friday we'll be back here for happy hour and Saturday at Atlas. So thanks everybody for being here. We'll see you next week. Bye. Next up is Utopia from 1974. This is Freak Parade.
by bad dreams. They never made me afraid. But then I never did dream I'd wake up climbing in the paper rain. Guess I had to find out the hard way. I shouldn't have been so proud. Cause here I am, the main attraction of every giggle in the crowd. So I got to take my
That was Utopia with Todd Rundgren from 1974. Freak Parade. We're going to move on now with Soft Machine, Hazard Profile Part 1. You're listening to me, Perkins Warbeck. Aspirant to the English Throne. And your host here at the Gates Delirium, two hours of the best prog rock in the land. Soft Machine. (laughs) 